If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chapin Start. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday from the studio here in Atlanta, Georgia. That would be Unstoppable Start Studios for you unfamiliar with Unstoppable Radio. And thank you for joining us today on Inspired Choices Network. Um, my name is Lindy Chafin-Sart, and I am your host. Um, you guys have just been immersed in marketing magic for the last <laughs> few months, and I hope today will be no different. Um, we're going to talk today about capturing the attention and hearts of millennials with your marketing. And... I'm not going to tell you exactly how to do that, obviously, but I'm going to give you some tips and sort of things to look out for um, because the key to marketing to millennials lies in speaking to values and understanding realistic lifestyles and keeping the tone informed and involved, not marketed to. Uh, it's a very different generation from what we've dealt with in the past. And uh, they're a joy. These these guys, um, when I speak to when I speak the word millennial, I'm not only including those who are old enough to, um, you know, be in the workforce, I'm also thinking of kids who are my daughter's age. She's also, quote unquote, a millennial, but she's a different generation. She's Gen Z. So it's a little bit different uh, dynamic. The millennials, we say, are um, a digitally... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, these guys are digitally native, but they're really not. Um, CD CDs actually came onto the general market after the millennials started being birthed. So, <laughs> so they're not totally digitally native, um, but the great majority of them are. Gen Z is definitely totally uh, digitally native, and it's a conversation I have with people, whether it's about parenting or whether it's about business or <laughs> marketing. It's really interesting. Um, I actually had somebody show up on my doorstep the other day. Oddly enough, it was a gentleman who was a project manager for the tree company that did work here at the house for me last fall. And we were talking about our kids and and uh, they just kind of sat out in the yard and had a glass of tea and chatted about life and he was sharing how he has he's my age he's he just turned 50 um i am 47 i'm i'm not that southern goddess that refuses to divulge her age um <laughs> because i just don't care if you don't like me tough titties but um that's some of the joy that comes along with 47 for those of you who are under 40 and don't understand that yet you'll get there so um yeah, we were just chatting, and he's such a nice guy, but he was talking about, you know, not being under, being able to understand his children's obsession with devices and not being able to communicate. And I had kind of just had to look at him, and <laughs> it was like, dude, 
you have to understand something. This is all they know. This isn't all we knew. What we knew was going over, you know, hey, mom, I'm going over so-and-so's house. There was no helicopter parenting in our day. There was no, um, well, keep in touch. You know, there was really none of that. It was be back by dark. Be back in time for dinner, whatever. Or call me if you're going to eat there so I don't include you in dinner. <laughs> like, it was it was that. There was none of this, um, text me when you get there. Call me and let me know you're doing okay. I've got my Life 360 on so I can see where you are. Don't lie to me. You know, there was none of that. Um, trust was one of those things. It was part of trust building was part of growing up. So we had this conversation. I was like, dude, you know, you kind of have to look at your kid like this is how they communicate. They don't know any different. They don't know any better. They don't understand what it means um, not to have a device in front of them because they've never not had a device in front of them. <laughs> like we, you know, we kind of had to revel in the boredom. We had to be creative with the boredom. In fact, there was a, um, on the Today Show this morning, they were talking about this latest report results of a study that's you know like when when are you most creative and they talked about um you know maria shriver was on and she was like i'm one of those believers i don't wake up and go directly to my cell phone because i need space to let my mind sort of spin and whirl and we all have those sort of rituals around that and i'm going to encourage you if you are listening no matter where you are on the age um, timeline, seriously, just step back and and try to let your mind spin and be more creative. Um, if you're 11 or you're 20 or you're 40 or you're 90, it doesn't matter. Just step back and let your mind go, breathe a little. Um, but yeah, we we going back to my friend. We were talking about kids and just these days how truly it's all they know it's the only way they know how to communicate um something uh, my girlfriend deborah who is also client slash um i'm project ops for her advertising agency she can be creative for my advertising agency we do a lot of this swap around stuff and she's been in town from Texas this week ahead of her um she's launching her new location with the chamber of commerce all the night really exciting um but anyway we we were talking about uh the b-52s do you guys remember the b-52s the band uh we were rock lobster and all of those guys um we were talking about the b-52s and i had seen them in concert last fall along with a handful of tom you know thompson twins and i think <laughs> boy george might even have been there um great band but it was really kind of funny because I was sharing with her that um, the lead singer, dude, nice guy, but just was busting the balls of this guy in the front row who was sitting there with this video camera. And he was like face first in this guy's business. Like, dude, put your phone down. Stop recording and just enjoy the show. Like, <laughs> he was being really, in his typical way, very snarky about it. Um and it, and Deborah just laughed and she said, yeah, he's really showing his age. And I thought, you know, that is a very good point. He is absolutely showing his age. How vastly different. And she said, yeah, we went to see 21 Pilots 
that lead singer is in his 30s, early 30s. And um, she was telling me about the show that they saw. And her daughter, you know, chimed in on it. Her daughter's now 13. And they were saying how they embraced the generation that was watching them and challenged them to get involved with their phones. So they had these little colored pieces of paper in every seat in the arena. And on the on the piece of paper was instructions. When this song comes on, hold this up to your flashlight and shine it towards the stage. Kind of like we used to do with lighters back in the day, but this is totally different, right? So the song was um, Girls, Girls, Boys, which is about embracing your true self, your sex, you know, your true sexuality, because gender fluidity is such a big thing. Um, but embracing who you truly are and being able to live a unique and out there life, not being afraid to live who you are, right? So the song comes on and these little heart-shaped pieces of colored paper go up. And you can Google it. There are pictures of arenas, 21 Pilots, Girls, Girls, Boys, colored paper. Google it. Um, there are pictures of the arena. <laughs> and the way it's set up is um, they shine the flashlight through a piece of paper. And during the song, if you look out into the arena, it looks like this giant equality flag. It's absolutely strikingly beautiful. Like, think about it. So, so when we talk about millennial marketing, part of this is creating a story and then creating opportunities for engagement and then having a cause. Like 21 Pilots has figured it out. <laughs> they have mastered their brand. Um, so it was just really, it, it was funny to me to have this conversation about um you know, those guys versus these guys and their age versus our age. And it, what's really funny to me, okay, so since we're on the topic of generations, and I know we're going to get around to marketing to millennials, but since we're on the topic of generations, so I'm uh, Generation X, Gen X. Um, but I was raised by traditionalists. So this is the silent generation, older folks. My parents were 36 and 38 years older than I am. Um so <laughs> I was not raised by baby boomers. I was not birthed by baby boomers. Uh, my friend Sherry Elliott-Urey, who is a generations expert, actually talks about generational DNA. And it's kind of like you're not really necessarily a product of the generation that you're born into. You are a product of that generation plus the influencers. So um, my influencers were traditionalists. Both of my parents had ridiculous work ethics. <laughs> they would, my mother um, pretty much worked until she died. She was 77. Uh, my dad was the same way. They were very much going to be people who valued hard work and understanding and, um, you know, working your way up through the ranks and communication was key. Uh, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that I would have had the benefit of Sherry's knowledge and consultation when my dad was building his consulting firm because he did not understand. Um, and I think that's part, you know, that's a struggle for traditionalist if they are still working. They're not very many of them still working, but my dad was one. 
Anyway, so it's just, it's interesting how we're all so vastly different. Um, I can tell you, Sherry has written this great book. Um, she's got a series, actually. It's a three-book series called Crack the Millennial Code. Um, her first book is Strategies to Market to Millennials. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on her website at generationalguru.com. Um, some of the information that I share with you today will come from this. Uh, just so you're aware, but um, she has a great description of each of the generations from traditionalists all the way through Gen Z. And it's just, it's fascinating. It's, it's, and it's good information to have. And as you're thinking about your marketing, you, I mean, we've talked before about understanding your audience, knowing who your audience is, creating those audience profiles that give you sort of that insight into the person that you're talking to almost like you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation so you know you treat this person like your best friend what would you tell your best friend about your product if this person is 65 you would tell them one thing not that it's a different thing your product is your product is your product but you frame it differently you make it more relevant to them um so it's it's always fascinating to me. Uh, a, a, a good example of making it more relevant to them, um, Deborah, who's in town, is also a devout Catholic. <laughs> and, and we have, um, I love her dearly. I am very much a believer in God, but I am not a religious person at all. Um, I am also well caught up on string theory and you know, anything that has to do with the universe and energies and spirituality and, you know, how all of this stuff works together. Um, I have witnessed it and pieced together puzzles over the last 30, 40 years of reading. I started reading the paranormal when I was in second grade. So um, anyway, we just were different when it comes to that. And when I'm explaining some things to her, I have to make it relevant to her and I have to bring in like angels and demons and you know, but that's what I mean about making it relevant to the person you're talking to. You have to make things relevant to your audience. So um, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to catch my breath. Thank you guys for being here. I'm so grateful um, you're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. 
Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. Thanks so much for being with us on Unstoppable today. My name is Lindy Chafin-Start, and I am your host. And before we get back into our conversation about marketing to millennials, let me just extend the offer if you um, are at all interested in talking through um, your brand voice, uh, your messaging, developing your audience profiles, uh, anything that has to do with marketing, please feel free uh, to give us a call here at the studio. The number is 404-245-7474. You can also find us online at www.unstoppablestart.com. Um, forgive our growing pains. We are in the process of redeveloping our website. So if you see things that look a little bit off, don't be surprised. But new and improved coming soon and can't wait to share it with you. Now, getting back to these millennials, um, these guys, they just, there's so much to benefit from uh, this group of people. It, it, they're fascinating to me. Um, and one of the things that I see, and I see it in myself as well as I do other members of my generation, various generations that are not millennials, um, but the millennials want to be listened to. <laughs> they want to be listened to. They want to be heard. Um, and what I find with a lot of us who are not within that generation is that we don't have the patience, tolerance, and understanding, the PTU, to um, to deal. <laughs> because we're so wrapped up in other ways that we perceive this generation, you know, them, their entitlement, their, um, their need for instant gratification, their, uh, their inability to want to work through the ranks they expect to graduate from high school and walk into a $150,000 a year job. And it just doesn't work that way. Um, but they do. They they want to be heard. So we, uh, if we want to benefit from their knowledge, and I say that knowing that they have this depth and breadth of knowledge, digital knowledge that we do not have. We kind of have it, but we don't have it completely. <laughs> and if they want to, they need to listen to us too. No, I'm, I can hear it. I hear y'all. It's all going to the back of my head like, hello. <laughs> they don't listen to us either. I, I hear you. Um, and you're right. They they need to be willing to listen too. How do we bridge that gap? Well, again, reach out to Sherry. She's the mastermind in that, <laughs> in that arena. I am not. 
Um, but, uh, but we have to find a way to communicate with one another because we all have things to contribute and we all need to be accepting of one another. Um, but when it comes to marketing, which is what we are going to talk about today, marketing to millennials, I want to share some things with you. And we'll try to go back to our usual um, examples, product examples, or things that we've already talked about. But just so you know, there are over 80 million millennials in America, the largest generation in history. Now, they, that used to be baby boomers. That is no longer true. And this generation in particular harnesses $200 billion in annual buying power in the United States alone. $200 billion in the U.S. That is so crazy to me. Um, according to Katie Elfring of the CEB Icon Culture, the key to marketing to millennials lies in speaking to values, understanding their realistic lifestyles, and keeping the tone informed and involved, not marketed to. It's these three simple, <laughs> and yet not so simple, building blocks that help you capture the attention and hearts of the millennial market. So the one thing you have to understand about millennials is relationships are key. They are, they are the master. They are king. Um, so creating a brand that your audience can connect with and interact with is essential to millennial marketing. Interaction. Uh, interaction. Engagement. Let's think of words that might sound somewhat familiar to you. Uh, the truth is traditional marketing isn't going to work. But we've created an easy way to remember how to reach this audience. Just design your marketing campaign following the three C's. Community, conversation, and, excuse me, commitment. So, yeah, <laughs> don't fear. Um, community, conversation, and commitment is key. They, relationships don't mean I want one sales rep to work with me at all times. That's not what it means to a millennial. Relationships are very vastly different for millennials. So um, when we talk about creating a brand that they can interact with, we're talking about things like uh, knowing how to speak their language. They, they're, again, digitally native. They and a lot of acronyms that none of us have ever heard of before. <laughs> so there's that. Um, they speak on platforms that we're not immersed in like they are, like Instagram. Uh, and what's the other one? My brain's just gone dead. Christine, it's a messaging platform. You know it. Anyway, um, they're not the Facebook users. Not all of them. Some of them. But not all of them. That's not where you're going to find your millennials. Uh, WhatsApp, that's the one I'm thinking of, is the messaging platform. Um, they appreciate instant gratification, right? So they don't want to pick up the phone. And I have to be completely honest, I don't either. And go through a bunch of automated prompts struggling to get to a human to talk to. 
Now, ultimately, I prefer talking to humans, but I don't like going through the whole process of getting to one. I would rather somebody just pick up the damn phone. I don't care if it is AT&T. Um, <laughs> these guys, are, are they like an instant response. So chatbots are huge for companies. If you want to get in front of a customer service rep, here's how you do it. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean everything is automated. We're going to point you directly to the to the knowledge base. That's not what that means. It means that there needs to be somebody responding on the other end. It doesn't necessarily mean AI could fill this void, but, um, but no, it needs to be a more personal experience. Um, so relationships, being, being there for these guys is super, super important. Um, empowering and inspiring. Those are words that Sherry likes to use. Empowering and inspiring. Think back to that concert example. You have actually given uh, a group of people the opportunity to participate. You have empowered them by giving them the tools that they need to participate, the instructions to follow in order to participate. And you have inspired them with the message. You have created, you have reached into their hearts and minds because this is a topic, this 21 pilots and the gender fluidity and embracing who you are sexuality-wise. You have reached into who they are. And now you have given them the opportunity to participate and touch their hearts. You've inspired them. Right? So, um, isn't that fascinating? Empower and inspire. Not all of us would go for that. Not all of us. Um, I'm sure my folks who were traditionalists would not have understood, <laughs> probably wouldn't have even figured out how to turn on their flashlight with their phone. Um, but, <laughs> but, or even had a smartphone that had a flashlight, they probably still both would have flip phones. Um, but you see where I'm going, right? So in this first piece of creating marketing campaigns that follow the three C's, which is community, think of this. 73% of millennials are influenced by their community when making purchasing decisions. 73%. That's a huge part of the demographic, right? Additionally, 60% are more likely to pr produce and share content online than non-millennials. Produce and share content online. So what does that kind of say to you? So for me, what that says is, wow, I wonder where all of those blog posts are coming from. <laughs> These people are telling their stories. They've probably even found a way to make it their side gig, right? They're not using Amazon affiliates necessarily. They're They've found something that can be crowdsourced, crowdfunded, um, travel stories that show the inside of a trip to this and that and how to get the best discounts in this country and here's the perfect place to stay and, you know, talking to the manager on video and, hey, if you use this code, you get 25% off your hotel stay while you're here. You know, there there's all sorts of different ways. Um, but like I said, 60% are more likely to produce and share content online than non-millennials. 
So the cycle of community involvement makes market penetration and engagement essential for conquering the millennial market, right? An important strategy is to build a community that your millennial audience will resonate with and will share with their community. So in the past, we talked about that in terms of creating a fan base. Um, if you're an author, you create a platform. If you're doing anything that is launching a product, a service, whatever, you create a platform. Um, in, in the writing world, you create a platform in order to show that your work is interesting to a group of people. Therefore, you can take that to an agent and say, hey, agents, here's what I've got. I've already got 200,000 followers who've seen snippets of this. Here's their feedback, blah, 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 blah. That gives the agents incentive to go, okay, well, if the publisher saw this, 200,000 followers already or whatever, then they're more willing to consider taking you on, right? Um, so you want to create a brand experience with engaging experiences like events and products and discussion and dynamic videos and pictures that target the deeper values and interests of this community in order for them to share it with their community. Think interactivity. Think uh, fun and exciting. Think uh, being involved with the final product outcome or service outcome or event outcome. Think in those terms, and that's your first step to reaching this very, very valuable market. Okay, we are going to take a quick break. Thank you for tuning in this afternoon. You're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. Thanks for tuning in this afternoon. This is Lindy Chafin Star, your host here on Unstoppable. And as always, we are creating marketing magic and talking about fun and exciting things to help your growing business. Um, here at Unstoppable Start Studios, I am owner and creative director. Um, <laughs> we do, gosh, we do so much. We have amazing small business clients. We have larger clients. 
We work across the United States and around the globe teams. Um, it's just grand fun doing what we do. So if you have questions about your marketing or avenues in which you can reach your target audience through marketing, feel free to reach out. You can find us at unstoppablestart.com. And as far as today goes, we're talking about marketing to the millennial generation. Um, just to kind of give you a quick snippet, and I'm going to pull this from Cher's book. Uh, it's just a quick snapshot of millennials and who they are and what they appreciate. So millennials were born 1980 to 1996. That is their their time frame. They are known as Generation Y. They're typically children of baby boomers. Very talented and a hot commodity in the job market. They have very high expectations with very little experience. <laughs> Uh, definitely multitaskers, imagine anybody who understands uh, devices on their level can certainly multitask. Multitasking to me is uh, sitting on the toilet and brushing my teeth at the same time. That I think I'm doing pretty good with. <laughs> so um, they are not ones to look for retirement. They want to live their life now, not later. Um Wow. They customize their digital world as new products come on the market, which is just mind-blowing. And they are constantly online and can easily access information quickly. So that's something to um, consider with these guys. But 19, what did we say, 1980 to 1996? 1980. Wow. They're getting old. I'm just teasing. Um so here we are. So so yeah, think about that 1980. So the elder millennials will be 40 next year. Dun dun dun. Do you remember that episode of Friends when Rachel turned 30 and didn't want to celebrate, and they kind of went through everyone's 30th birthday? <laughs> Joey on his 30th birthday was like, "Why, God, why? We had a deal." You promised me they would grow old and I wouldn't. It was hilarious. <laughs> I saw that episode yesterday and just could not help but crack up. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> everybody, everybody takes things differently. Like I said, I don't care. A lot of Southern ladies do not reveal their age because, you know, they're the same ones who hadn't left the house with Lycra on their thighs since they were 14. Uh, but don't get me started quoting Steel Magnolias. Anyway, so next up in this grand design of marketing to millennials is the conversation. Conversation is huge. Um, conversation is huge. Millennials don't want to be talked at and they don't want to be sold to. Um, I, you know, I, I don't either. I, I'm not that person that I don't like to be sold to, and I certainly don't like to be talked at. I don't know that anybody is kind of, the, I don't know that anybody really appreciates that. They like to be involved. But millennials do want to be engaged. 
um, we might not necessarily want to be engaged. We might, might want to be left to our own devices to figure things out on our own. Like, give me all of the product data and let me do the research. And I will figure it out whether or not I want it. But don't get up in my face like car salesman. Just go away. <laughs> I'll let you know when I need you. Um, so, yeah, millennials definitely want to be engaged. So your marketing strategy needs to focus on creating a conversation that your target audience can not only engage, but can share with their community. Work to build content that's creative, sparks intrigue, and is shareable. And is shareable. We're going to have to come back to that one. Focus on, uh, because there's so much to it, not because I don't have anything to say on the topic. Y'all know me better than that. Um, Focus on the conversation you're having with your audience. This is the key to strong marketing campaigns targeting the millennial generation. This is the key. Focus on the conversation you are having with your audience. So how do you create a campaign around a conversation? How does that happen? Where are you? What are you doing? Are you engaging with people on certain social media platforms? Sure. What is the conversation about? Is it a conversation about product development? Is it about the product launch? Is it about what the product's going to do for somebody in the end? What does that conversation look like? What I know of millennials is that they do like to be involved. They like to feel like they are part of the conversation, the situation, the development of. So if you are in a position, <laughs> how can how can I make this uh, abundantly clear? Um, Fifty Shades of Grey. I believe this is the story. And y'all don't quote me. We might have to do a little bit of research. But I believe it was Fifty Shades of Grey. Was fan fiction. These were stories that were written by fans as a follow-up to... Dun-dun-dun. I believe it was the Twilight Saga. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're like, what? So it's all fan fiction um, that was taken and rolled together into this three-book mega-selling masterwork (laughs) that some of us giggled at, some of us were embarrassed by. um, Still, it was pretty fun. It was a fun read. I, I, I have to own it. That way it was a fun read. But um, but yeah, these are people who fell so in love with the characters in an original work that they followed up by writing additional works of fiction that were then taken and turned into another work, Right? Now, doing that for your product might not be, I'm using air quotes here, so simple, but 
the possibilities are endless. The thing is, and I'm going to go back to the top of the show, when I was talking about opening your mind to the creative creative forces, to that energy, to shutting down the devices at particular times of the day, to meditate, to think, to focus on, or not focus on, just so your brain can breathe, the whispers. It's amazing to me. I've, told, I've shared with y'all before. Um, I walk in gratitude as much as I can. It's summer in Georgia, so that's not been a lot lately. And I hate the gym. Um, it's just not a place that's conducive at all to um, to clear-headed thinking. I get in there and it's like, oh, there's somebody stinky. There's somebody who haven't brushed their teeth. I can't do it. It just it's very distracting. Um, so if I go to the gym, I go and work out and get out. <laughs> If I go on a walk, I will take a good hour, hour and a half to walk. And I try to always start with, and Christine will laugh at me because she knows this, but I try to always start with a step. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Each step is a thank and a you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until I can get into a rhythm. And once I get into a rhythm, how many times a day were we supposed to be saying thank you, Chris? (laughs) So um, once you get into that rhythm, you, um, you start to be thankful for particular things. You start to show gratitude and share gratitude for particular things. And um, I try to always think through the things that are very personal to me and get that energy going and then things. And it just keeps going. I'm thankful for my daughter and the things that are good with my daughter and the schools and the da-da-da-da-da. And it keeps going and the people at the power company and it keeps going and, you know, the money in and the money out, it keeps going. So, and then... I shut up for a minute and I let the whispers start to happen. Now, I'm going to say 9.7 times out of 10, they happen. And it just, sometimes it's just absurd ideas around what I need to do next. And if I would just embrace them, and this is what I'm horrible at, if I would just embrace them and do them and follow up instead of being overwhelmed by them, I would probably have been a millionaire 10 years ago. Um, But if you can find that space without the devices, which is the point that I'm trying to make, whether you're walking in gratitude or driving in the car or just sitting out on a park bench listening to the sound of the birds and the cicadas or whatever critter is native to your area, um, let the whispers come and acknowledge them and Think to yourself, what a wonderful world. No, I'm just kidding. Um, besides that, think to yourself, how how can I take this and make this? How can I take this magic and bring it into the world? Right? So find that creative space and let the whispers come. And you will find a way to connect with that audience, whether it's millennials or another generation. But you kind of have to include millennials in this now because, by God's sakes, they're going to be 40 next year. So uh, (laughs) there you go. Um, So that conversation, creating that conversation, kind of starts foundationally with you and you finding the creative forces necessary um, to enlighten you on how to reach those people. So 
take, listen to this, take this with you, think about it and go, go on your walk and go sit on the park bench. And, and I would love to know what comes out of it. I would love for you to reach out to me on the website at unstoppablestart.com and say, Hey, by the way, I did this yesterday and here's what came up. You know what I mean? So, um, gosh, I have been just talk, talk, talking away. We've got another thing to cover, and then our show's going to be done, and I'm going to be sad. But it's only until next week. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to catch my breath. You guys are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. Thanks so much for being with me. When we come back, we'll talk about commitment. Stay tuned. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're listening to Unstoppable and Inspired Choices Network. And we're talking about marketing to millennials and how to use the three C's as the building blocks to your um, ideal campaign to reach this particular market. So the last point, the last C in the three C's is commitment. Commitment. Seems pretty simple, right? Well, (laughs) maybe not. Uh, Research shows that 73% of millennials would spend more money for a product or company that supports one of their core values. That's fair. What are their core values? Well, do the work and find out. (laughs) If you want to build a successful marketing campaign, start by understanding core values that your company shares with your audience. Core values. Think about how you would express your core values. Are you loyal? Do you support certain causes? Do you work with cutting-edge technology as the norm? Are you research-based? I'll use our um, organic purses as an example. Are you green? Are you using every part of that cow? (laughs) Um, If you want to build... A successful campaign. Start by understanding the core values that your company shares with your audience. If you can focus the campaign on your why statement, the message will resonate deeply with your audience, leading to more sales and strong brand loyalty. 
Headlines about millennials killing industries aren't about millennials refusing to pay for products. They're about millennials refusing to support companies that don't appeal to their value systems. Find a way to connect with millennial values, and you are all but guaranteed a return on investment. Millennial values. So I'm going to go back to the concert for a minute. Um, generationally, I imagine it was baby boomers who were starting to see more movement in the gay community. Gen Xers. It was, you know, they were letting go of racism. I'm going back to baby boomers. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw Gen Xers in there. <laughs> it could get confusing. Um, us Gen Xers, you know, there was still, depending on where you were in the world, uh, there was still not a huge understanding of the gay community. And but it, but you heard more about it. You had to, because HIV and AIDS, you know, cranked up. That was all we heard about for quite some time. It's kind of like the Cold War. The Cold War started long before we were born, but when it came down to uh, World War III and nuclear armament, that was what we grew up with. That was what we heard about. It was what we knew in current events and social studies. Now, um, gender fluidity is a huge part of culture. The Me Too movement is a huge part of this generation's culture. So school shootings are something they are not at all unfamiliar with. <laughs> it's something that we, I, don't, I never experienced anything like that. I don't remember anything about a school shooting when I was a kid. Now, I was immersed in all of three channels of news. There was no such thing as CNN and Fox and CSNBC and all of that stuff, you know. Um, I had CBS, ABC, NBC, and PBS, and that was it. That was me growing up. Cartoons you got to see after school and on Saturday morning. You did not have channels dedicated to that shit. <laughs> so, hey. Um, and you did not have YouTubers who were teaching you how to create things in the kittyverse or whatever that stuff was called. Um, my daughter could tell you in a heartbeat. It's just, they're different. They have different events and different influencers. And we have to find what those are and we have to embrace those things in order to communicate with them. We have to understand the psychology of these things in order to get in front of this community. Okay. It's not an impossible thing to do. They want to be heard. Now, <laughs> is, is your purse, is your coffee, is your empanada, going to fit well it's entirely possible because this is a super 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 frugal generation they love coupons they love uh, apps that offer rewards they love that so if you can be frugal with your you know if you can if you can find a balance in your marketing mix to offer them the benefit of saving money or earning rewards then you will fit if you can speak to their core values, you will fit. 
do not hit them up with sales tactics that look like 20-minute culture videos, how-to videos. Nope, 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 and nope. They have a very short attention span. Keep it short and sweet. Get your message out there quick. Give them a call to action. Make it happen. They don't like being pitched. They are definitely brand loyal if you give them a good story or something to share. Um, convenience is a huge aspect. So when it comes to millennial marketing, it seems like there's all of this stuff that you have to learn. It seems somewhat impossible, right? But the truth of the matter is you just kind of have to step back from the marketing that you know and step into and embrace a marketing that they will understand. Now, I am not saying that millennials are your only market. You know who you want to market to. You know your audience. If you don't, give us a call <laughs> because we need to talk it through. Um, but if millennials are part of your marketing, then these are the three C's are just great foundational ways to create campaigns that resonate with them. Community, conversation, and commitment. Create that fan base. Listen to them. Embrace a cause. Give them something to share. Give them something to be part of, to be part owner in. Give them great customer service. Use those chat bots. Um, listen out for interesting stories and make sure you understand what's going on in the mainstream, the things that touch their hearts and their minds. Be authentic and just do what you know. And that is how you will be unstoppable. And until next week, stay that way. <laughs> Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business. Until then, be unstoppable.